This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? It's your boy, John of the Macri, with you for another episode of the Knicks Film School podcast. Um, coming at you at 9.51 p.m. It is uh, on Wednesday night after the Knicks have just played their first game. It is after the bedtime of either your host or, for this episode, your co-host. There's ESPN um, rearing its ugly head. I knew it was going to do it. I had my cursor right on it. I'm like, I'm going to mute this sucker. But that's what happens when you when you pull up a box score. So, uh, yeah, You're making is it, fun of my age. Well, I was going to say it's either after my bedtime or after the bedtime of my co-host for this episode, Chris Percy Einan. Um, I don't know. I, I'm the old man. You're the you're the you're the child. So um, but you stay up late on the routine on, the, on a regular basis, right? Yeah. Finals kind of destroyed any semblance of a sleep schedule i'm like it'll be like 3 a.m and i'm like i'm starting to get tired at 3 a.m it's a win for today like did you ever pull an all-nighter in college yet or no oh yeah oh wow okay yeah i i I did one all-nighter my my freshman year it's the only one a single um do you think do you think tibbs is gonna pull an all-nighter tonight what do you think you think he's gonna get some sleep (sighs) How do you? I, well, let's start with this. So before we get into the nuts and bolts of the game, if you you are Tom Thibodeau, you you took this job probably under the illusion that the Knicks were going to be able to do something this offseason that would give you, you know, a team that that w- was not going to open the open the season with the lowest over under win total that that Vegas had to offer. You did not do that. Your team came out and you and it it was down. What were they down three at the half? Uh, yeah. Played 24 minutes of good basketball, as he said very succinctly on his press conference, which he just listened to, and then kind of shat the bed for the last 24 minutes. Are you are you feeling? How are you feeling if you're Tom Thibodeau tonight? Not not how do you think he should feel? How do you think he is actually feeling? <laughs> so you got this is why this is why we have the YouTube channel because Chris Percy Einan just held up an RJ Barrett jersey and and is now putting up two thumbs. So you think he's feeling hopeful? I I think once he realized that there's no like real proven offensive now to use your word fulcrum on this team uh, and that if you have a better word than use it, but yeah, (laughs) then that they still, they're going to be, they're going to be utilizing Julius Randall. I think it's encouraging to see in terms of long-term guys, because that's kind of where you're already looking this season uh, that you might have one. You might have a guy who, whose hands you can put the ball in and not be terrified. Uh, and that that's a thing. <laughs> that's our bar. <laughs> Here's the ball. 
take the ball. I'm gonna try not to cover my eyes when I when I watch you do. I what mean, you do Alfred, Julius, Dad. I'll, I'll be. I'll, no, we're, listen. We're gonna we're gonna cover it all. I won't slander. I won't slander Julius. I mean, too much. No, we're not. We're not starting with Julius, and we will not slander Julius on this podcast. But we're also not gonna start with him. That's his punishment. He he, he does. He doesn't get first billing, but he all right, does. All right. He doesn't get. Um, he doesn't get slandered. So. Um, I had, uh, I think it was the pod with the God, the pods really do run together. Don't they? I think it was JB <laughs> where at the end we were, we were both pretty much in agreement that like, look, if they, if they come out of this season and they have one guy that they're like, okay, we got a guy, whether that guy is winds up being, you know, the centerpiece of a trade package or winds up being a guy, you, I <laughs> Chris shaking his head or winds up being a guy you build around, I'm look, and I don't think they'll. I, I I'm I, I'm sitting here sitting here, and I'm saying with genuine um, enthusiasm and sincerity, I think R.J. Barrett's going to be around for a very, very, very long time. Um, they have to value the. They, they've got to put some value on like the. I'm, I know it's cheesy, but like yo, no, it's not, Nick, I know what like, you're going to say, and it's not cheesy like the, at all because good franchises do this. Say it right. Yeah. All right. No, say, say what you're going to say. I'll they have to place some value on what? The, 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 the Amanek thing. Like the, yep. the, yeah. It's, it's real. And um, he took, I, I mean, look, we all lived through it. And so we don't need to talk about it. But well, last year was as, like, oh, yeah. Never mind. You can't. I was, was going to say, I may not have lived through whatever it is you're about to. No, I'm just talking uh, about last year. And yeah, last year right. it gets, gets poo pooed in the, in the annals of Nick's history in terms of what a fucking dumpster fire it was. But my God, you know, if you're a rookie and you walk in and 10 goddamn games in, you're, you're 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 in the locker room hearing from your coach and then you hear down the hallway that your GM and your president of basketball operations are giving an impromptu press conference and then the coach gets fired eight games later or whatever it was 12 games later and then it's like you know and the on the court stuff with with Randall freezing him out and Peyton and we'll get into that but like he took all of that he took all of it in stride and he continued coming out there and putting up numbers and he finished strong. And then he came out tonight and I'll read his stat line. Cause I think it's worth reading 34 minutes, um, 11. It would have played 36 if they had been close. Cause they took him out with two minutes to go 11 for, for 15 from the floor, three for three from three, only two free throws, but that's fine. Cause he was getting buckets, uh, 26 points, five assists. I love that. It might be my favorite number. Eight rebounds, um, three fouls, only one turnover. Um, he was a minus ten, but that's let's not talk let's about. That let's not do single game. Yeah, no, we, we don't, we, we're not going to do it, that unless it perfectly fits whatever agenda you're trying to push. Do not use that. <laughs> I love that. Um, R.J. Barrett looked the part of a guy who could be the best player on a bad team, and um, the whatever. The, the second or third best play. Like if you put him out there tonight and instead of Julius Randle as his running mate, it was, well, if it was D- Domas Sabonis, then like, that's where I'm at right now. You switch Sabonis and Randle on these teams tonight. Like that's probably a one possession, two possession game at the end. Right. I, it, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's an interesting, 
uh, hypothetical. I, I, I guess I would think like if you if, if, compare usage and everything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think you have to all, all else aside and we'll get into all else. You have to come out. You're right. You have to come out if you're Tibbs feeling like, OK, my guy went out there and 20 years of age, he did his thing. Um, so that's good. So Tibbs has reason to be happy. We have reason to be happy. RJ looked good. Um there is some reason to not be as happy. What of, of all the reasons and, and look, it's Nick's Twitter. So it was going to be on fire regardless of what happened tonight. I'm not even looking. I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not going to go on Twitter until so I'm going to give it some time. What do you think is the thing that Nick's Twitter will be most on fire about tonight? Or do you think that there will be nothing that they will be completely on fire about? Nah. tonight? I not to talk about like I'm I'm gonna go join the next Twitter that is on fire and and contribute probably the second this pod is done. Um, no, go, that's, that's why I'm asking you because I'm I've taken a step uh, back. I don't I don't Alfred, do it as much. Alfred did some Alfreding. He did and, some Alfreding. Thank goodness. Oh man, it I I don't know what exactly a hip pointer is. Um, but I, I would like for it to go away soon. Um, Alfred, is this a good assist to turnover ratio? Three assists to five turnovers. Um, oh, is that what you nice. want? Is that I not what you want? They told, no, they told me you want that. I heard about that. Is that what you want? No, I did. Okay. I, I, I don't know what the kids, me. I don't know yeah. what the kids, what the kids well, do that, now. That's what I, that's what I heard. That is what you heard. Okay. Um, he was, I said this on the Periscope, he, he, like Alfred Payton is not this bad. I think to me, if anything, you, you want to talk about stretching for a silver lining? How's this for a stretch? Alfred Payton was so feeling the heat of Emmanuel quickly breathing down his neck for the starting point guard job that he came out and played about as frazzled as anybody could play because he knows that he's not long for this job, which says to me, that quickly's turn is just around the corner. And no, I don't think a hit pointer is a big deal. And if you want to look for one other positive sign, Elf came, came in the game and he started and he, when did uh, quickly come into the game? I want to say it was about the four minute mark of the first or whereabouts That's four or five minute mark is when Tibbs seems to be doing. Well, unless stuff. you're, unless you're RJ Barrett and Julius Randall, especially RJ Barrett, but I think Randall too. And not to mention Mitch, Mitch, play, Mitch started second half, picked up the three fouls in the first, didn't get a lot of minutes. He played, not only did Mitch play the entire third quarter, he came out for the beginning of the fourth and oh, zero fouls. I was going to say zero fouls. Zero fouls too. 12 minutes, zero fouls, third quarter, Mitchell Robbins. But look, I mean, if, if, if Tibbs playing his best guys is like a lot of minutes is news to you, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, Um, but he took Peyton out with whatever it was. Uh, I'll look it up actually now with four and change or whatever left in the first quarter. And uh, Emmanuel quickly was out there for 12 minutes. So I think again, if the preseason start was not already an indication to you that Tibbs is very serious about turning this team over. And, uh, and, and Bullock Burks, going back and forth I you think that's more of a I like Burks's scoring with the second unit or I genuinely like Bullock better with the starting unit decision I don't really care <laughs> no I mean All right. I think um Jesus stupid thing um again I think it's um 
I think they're similar players. I think Burks is the better player, right? I agree. Um, Burks is the better shooter. You don't have um, to, you don't have to question either of those thoughts. Yeah. So, I, but again, it, it, on the list of things that I'm worrying about, whether Reggie Bullock or Alec Burks start is, and can we can we get Clyde and um, and Mike Breen? Clyde <laughs> keeps calling him uh, Alec Burke. And then and, Breen, and Breen goes Alex Burks. Alex Burks. It's great. Between the two of them, they have the name right. But this is, yeah, it's funny. Um, so uh, quickly that? came in with, with three and a half minutes. And Clyde always says Sabonis' his last name wrong. I know. It's so bad. But who cares? Um, quickly came in with three and a half minutes left in the first quarter. and But again, if you're looking for positive signs, like Tibbs wasn't taking him out. He was letting him run. And I think, and I think if he didn't get hurt quickly, probably would have been the high minute getter. And I thought his 12 minutes were good. I mean, he was, um, he ended up being a plus two, um, which is, is what you want. I know you're not going to fool me on that one. That is what you want. Shaking my finger at you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I thought quickly was good. So let's, let's, so we have a few good things. We have RJ was good. We have quickly was good. We have Burks was good. We have, you You want to have the Randall discussion? Uh, I think I, well, we, we had a brief mini argument uh, before, before you had recorded, which was like, I, I propose that it can be true that Randall both had a good overall game, uh, possibly the best game I've seen him play in orange and blue. I mean, and he had 17 points, nine rebounds and nine assists did have five turnovers, did have the five personal fouls, but he was, but if you want to talk about when the game turned, I mean, let's be honest, the game turned when he picked up the fourth personal in the third and he, quarter and he came off and he came off. And then they just, you know, because at that point it was just RJ trying to generate the offense. And I think that's, right. that's the reminder that like, no, RJ Barrett is not the guy that you could, he could just put the team on his shoulders without enough stuff. Like there, there needs we're, to be, we're, we're taking steps. No, it's uh, but 100%. Not, not, when he was on the floor without Randall last year, I think the offensive rating was like 92 or something obscene. So we're, 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 we're progressing here, but yeah, yeah. no, the game turn. When he, but anyway, finish your thought on Randall. Sorry. So, so no, no, no thing, thing one, I think, I think both can be true. I, I don't think they're mutually exclusive that, that Randall can have a good game and that he froze out and slash looked off RJ Barrett in the second half. There were moments last year where RJ started hot. And then how many shots did RJ had uh, first half was 22 points on eight of eight shooting. And then he took five shots in the whole second half. Well, he ended up 11 for 15 and oh. um, I could oh, okay. just, again, I haven't watched the game back because we're recording this right afterwards, but it feels like several of those shots were when he was generating offense for himself and for the team, when Randall was out of the game, I, I need to go back and watch it. I'm, I'm not going to sit here right now and be like game one, Randall froze RJ out. I just, because he was making good responsible passes at times yeah. during the second half. I witnessed them. I'm not, I know I'm not imagining that. No, I'm not. No, no, no. you're not crazy. You know, you know but it, it's, it's, I just, I don't know what else to say about Randall. This is the best version you're ever going to get of Randall. If he's asked to do this much on a team, which is why, which is, which is a product of, that team. Yeah, it's it's so I, I get that. But for you know, the one thing I will say for everybody, and including me, I've said this, you said this, everybody said this at one point. Just like get Randall anywhere, get get just get him away, trade him. 
like, boy, that's some that's dangerous because then and this is maybe a good transition to Obi. So Obi tonight, 24 minutes, three for 12 from the field, seven, three pointers. He was sorry. He took attempted seven, three pointers. He made three marketing type usage. I mean, 24 minutes for your backup four, who was essentially more or less playing a 4.5 for most of the game. Right. Cause it was him. It was a lot of small ball. Right. And, and him and Randall, when they're both out there is, yeah, well, we're so we'll, we'll get to the rim protection issues in a second, but topping uh, two blocks, which you like, three rebounds. You don't like that. That is not what I, you want. We we talked about it in our, our film session before the season that did. Uh, he's not going to be playing the five like he did at Dayton. And I said his, his rebound numbers are going to go down. You're going to have Mitch getting rebounds or Noel getting rebounds and topping going up the court because that's, that's what they want him in transition. I just I'm trying to because it's very it was very clear tonight and again this is against like Miles Turner is an all defensive whether he makes it and Sabonis is is not exactly you know a bum yeah no I mean Sabonis isn't going to win you you know any any defensive awards but he he knows where he has to be and what he has to do he's not a he's not Julius Randle on defense or Obi Toppin for that matter Um, man can I just say Randall, for as much as I just praised him, when he plays the five, it's comical. It's it's almost like he is actively like if there's an opportunity to maybe get involved in a play under the basket, he's like, I I don't want to go anywhere near it. I can't touch business it. Business decisions play in and play oh out. my god, business decisions left and right. It is obscene. Um yeah, I just that that hurts me. Or Obi at least gets himself in there, right? Even if he doesn't make the play, <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to do something. He's trying to do something. He's trying to, you know. That's why, you know, you're laughing. But like Julius Randall has has taken the the hypothetical bar and just moved it down so many. I like like if you're asking me about a world where Obi Toppin plays ten minutes of five a game. Maybe not this year, but, you know, down the line, I see I'm fine with that. I want them to build this team in such a way where they're counting on 10, 12, God forbid, 15 minutes a game of Obi at the five when he is a 25, 26, 27 year old player. I mean, if we're really having a discussion about where the ceiling of this team is, assuming this young core stays here, that's where it is. And I'm I'm hopeful enough to project that. Um, we're, we're, we're going far afoul here. Um, let's focus in on this game again. The, my, my point in reading Obi's stat line was that he was, um, he was way on the outside the whole time and he's not yet testing the waters much on the inside. And maybe that's because the couple of times he did test the waters didn't go well. He did not make a two point field goal tonight. Um, I'm going to be curious to see when he goes up against. A, I was another... going to say different matchups. Yeah, different matchup. Um, meanwhile, I, I'm pretty sure their next game is against Philly. So, um, oh, again, Dwight Dwight Howard on the on the bench and and MB. I mean, it's either it's either Dwight or Joel. Oh. And then after that, and then after that, it's the best rim protecting team in the history of the league, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, oh, so that Giannis Brook Lopez combo is nasty. I I was one of the. Uh, 
weirdos banging the Brooke Lopez DPOY drum last year. Oh, you're insane. I, uh, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I knew I knew it wouldn't happen with the minutes, but that was one of the on my my two intolerable degree pod. That was one of the the things I, I kept bringing up. I just picked the Sixers to finish second place in the East on that very same podcast on in a bowl. Oh, did you? Daryl well, Morey, Kool Aid consumed. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with my projections from the newsletter today, which is, I think, uh, what did I pick? Bucks first, Nets second, Nets Sixers third, second. I think. Yeah. Let's talk about some other guys. Um, we we mentioned Bullocks and, and Burks in passing. We, we should note that Alec Burks had 22 points on 12 shots. He was he got to the line nine times. My goodness. Nine, nine times. I, you, I don't even know what, that, you don't even know what movie is. that's from, by the way, but I'll no, let I, that. I don't. And I'm not even going to tell you nine <laughs> times. Um, uh, Bullock, Burks and Rivers are going to be very fun on this team. So actually, it, it's funny. You and uh, Bullock, his stat line, four for 10 from the field, three for eight from three. But again, 11 points on 10 shots. It's like, you know, it's the bare minimum, but you will live with that. Um, yeah, no, Burks is good. Um, I, um, Knox. What do you think about Ooh. Knox's performance tonight? Are you happy? Are you content? I don't know how I um, feel about Knox's performance. I feel like I there were some think, good moments. I don't think you can, unless you, you're really, you've got the big spike lead orange and blue shades on. I don't think you can come away from this game like happy with Kevin Knox's performance. But I think. Yeah, but are you, are you. No, like, I'm not beside terrified. yourself. No, I think yeah, no, I'm not will quickly being in the lineup unlocked the hell out of his usefulness in the yeah. preseason. Like like that what, what quickly did for the other players allows Knox to you know, we saw first option Kevin Knox in his rookie year, and then that's not not what we're gonna be seeing now. So I think having a guy like IQ who just we unfortunately didn't didn't get to see too much of tonight. Uh, in the lineup can help a guy like Knox a lot. IQ, there was that, what was that stat for of f- Knox's five shots in that uh, third oh, in the, game yes. were yes. assisted by IQ. So there, there's something there. There is there is apparent chemistry, and I'm not going to kill myself over a one game, not insanely great performance from Kevin I, Knox. Like that's, I, that's all right. It's the next loss. Like I'm not expecting Knox to be one of the players that somehow shines in, in a game we lose by. Well, and, and let's also say this he didn't look like he didn't belong out there. Like, yes, there were a couple moments that were not yeah. great, but he had, um, he had a nice block on defense in which he, he got, he got beat off the dribble, but he recovered for the block and it was a nice block. He, he put the ball on the floor a little bit. He had a nice whip pass. Um, I, again, you're, you, I, I'm, is it fair to in year three with Kevin Knox be like, all right, we're looking for signs. No, ideally you're you're not looking for signs. You're looking for a complete player. But based on where Kevin Knox was at last year, I, um, you I, can't. That going into the draft that Kevin Knox was selected in, I think that's a fair uh, idea to have. And then if you tell that person three years ago that he spent mm-hmm. the first two years of his NBA career not being on an NBA team with an NBA development staff, yeah, uh, it's it's the, Knox is a work in progress, and he's going to continue to be a work in progress, and and. You know, and that and that's fine. Um, Mitch, we talked about a little bit. I did want to mention Tibbs uh, was pr- praised Mitch um, in the post game, and specifically said he they do need to continue to work on his body positioning. I just, 
I love that. There, let me take a step back. There was a moment this preseason where we we were all like, "Wait a minute, is the organization out on Kevin or on uh, Mitchell Robinson?" I think we can we can uh, step off that ledge. I, I feel like tonight was proof that like they are invested in Mitchell Robinson. They know what Mitchell Robinson brings to the table. They're still high on Mitch, and they just want the best of Mitch, which I think Mitch showed us tonight that we can there that, that world exists. Um, a couple other For things sure. before before we get out of here. I feel like we should talk about quickly more, but I don't even know what else to say. He came in and he was good. He was only one for three, but like you can, how, how about talk about instead of quickly himself um, instead, what the team without quickly looked like, what quickly coming in at just as the first backup PG means for Mr. Smith jr. And even, well, I'm not okay. going to, I'm not going to say Frank, I'm Frank. There's there, there are no, different no, takes no. out there on Frank's five minutes. And I don't think they were that it's, bad. Listen, uh, hold on. Hold hold that thought for a second. All right. Can we just focus on the fact that this team, that, see, like, zoom out for where this organization is right now and how far they need to go. The, a 25th pick in the draft is like a make-or-break player for them this year. That's where things are at, right? <laughs> No, but that's is my any lies detected. I he is important to the team. Other than RJ, he's the most important, and arguably Randall, um, and I guess Mitch. Mitch, whatever. yeah, I'm he's gonna, one I'm of gonna. their. He is easily one of their most important players, and it showed tonight. Um, they fell apart in the second half. Would they have lost the game anywhere? Yeah, I'm sure they probably would have, but um, it's just crazy. Um, and it's, it's is he so important because? he's so important or because he's not Dennis. That's, that's what I want to know. And he's important because you can't win in the NBA today. If you don't have a perimeter player who can make a shot and put the ball on the floor. Right. And he's the only one and he's the only one that they got. And, and teams that have those guys don't let them go. That's, I I don't know what else to say. Um, So whether it's quickly being amazing or quickly just being the best guy here, it is what it is. And he's important. And let's hope he's back soon. Um, I thought his minutes were good tonight. Um, and that leads us to a good place to close out. So uh, quickly was heard, obviously, with a hit pointer. Uh, and in the second half, uh, Peyton went to the bench. And uh, Dennis Smith Jr. did not enter the game. Frank Nilakina did not enter the game. Um, Jared Harper did not enter the game for that matter. I wouldn't have been shocked. Uh, or Theo Pinson. Apparently Theo Pinson got in the game. I didn't, I must have not paid attention the last 30 he, seconds. I, I see here one minute played. There, there you go. Um, I I feel like sometimes I see him and I'm like, oh yeah, it's Dot. Oh uh, yeah, like, 21. Yeah. And I'm like, um, yeah. Oh. No, it's not him. It, um, free Dot. Um, so. Forever. Afraid that forever. Um, and uh, so th- Frank played five minutes um, and, and, but, but Frank didn't come in. And at that moment, RJ Barrett was essentially the backup point guard. And yeah, then, it, was, it was like half point Burks, half point RJ. And that's, that's a concept that I think I'm okay with, especially I'm, once Rivers is back. I'm, I, you're, we, we, we either, we either talk too much or we're, we're, we're like have ESP because I, no, I said that in a D in a DM or a text today or before where somebody was complaining about 
the the lineup decision leaving RJ out there as as essentially the point, co point guard with, with Bullock. And I'm like, or, no, no, that good thing. We yes. need that. We need that's RJ's ceiling. RJ's ceiling contains playmaking. We we want that to happen. And um, if there's some some rough learning in that process, then so be it. Um, but that is what Tibbs decided to do. And then later went to Frank when it was clear that like, okay, enough is enough. And Frank's five minutes. Listen, I'm sure that there are, are enterprising, you know, young, young Macri's and young Percy Ionans out there. Uh, who don't, will, don't do this. Who will, who will dissect Frank's five minutes. Like, don't do this. For, like this is a pruder. All right. He took a, he took a pull up mid range. He found Noel on a shot that I could have made that you would have made. I, I don't like, and then I, I can't, Go back and watch them. Go back and watch them. They were not bad. He, I don't think they were exceptional minutes. I'm not trying to say that he elevated the team to another level while he was out there. No, I don't think he, he stunk. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to say about Frank's minutes. Nothing. I'm going to say nothing because you know what? Tom Thibodeau is a good NBA coach. He has zero, none agenda. With this team, he gives no fucks about what anybody wants. He is trying to win basketball games. And if Frank Nelikina could help him win basketball games, guess what? Frank Nelikina would have played however many minutes tonight. And rather than pick apart the five minutes that Frank played and looked like Frank, for lack of a better term, um, I'm just going to go ahead and be like, I trust the coach. And that's me. And you could call bullshit on me and be like, oh, you're an asshole, Macker. You were tearing this kid's horn for the last three years. But he is a fourth year NBA player and he came in tonight and he was like, okay, it's more of what we've seen. Um, He needs a change of scenery. Is this what Frank actually is? No, probably not. It is what he is in New York, where he has been beaten down mercilessly by an organization that never should have drafted him and that did not nurture him once he got here. But this is what we, as Knicks fans, have left of Frank, which is why I was saying for the last goddamn month, they're going to trade him. And I will again sit here and say right now, I still think they're going to trade him if anybody will give them anything of value. And that's please, all I'm going to say. Please let it be more than a 2023 second round pick. It does, you know, it, but who gives a shit at this point? Because they need to just like focus on the guys that are going to be here. And Frank doesn't want to be here anymore. They're, they don't care one way or the other. Uh, you know, it's like, I just, I, it's amazing. I'm just, I'm sick of talking. I, I, I can't say anything. I, I've used up all my words on Frank McKinnon. I'm sorry. I have, um, Next time, come in and, and, and blow us away with your five minutes. Show us that you are bigger than the team. And again, I'm not saying it's fair. What has happened to him over the last three years has been criminal. But this is where we are. And it's not on Tibbs. So um, DSJ didn't come in. Do we need to talk about that? I don't, I don't know what needs to be said. No, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's uh, – I think it's – uh, I, I think it's po- the the preseason hype train is is uh, it, it failed. There was no deal struck, and now it is over. <laughs> he couldn't run an NBA offense. I don't know what Nobody else gave no. They they didn't trick someone into giving up an asset. The Knicks 
I, I won't oh, even make on. a joke. Of, Trick someone to give you up an asset. What fantasy world are you living in? Well, I was I was going to I was going to take a, a self-deprecating crack and say that the team that that would have taken a bite at that is the team trying to sell them off. So uh, not in the days of Leon Rose and Brock Ollie, though. I think it was Prez who made the point. It may have not, it may have been Stacy Patton, someone from Strickland. And I apologize if I'm not getting it right. No, it was, um, I think it was, I think it was Prez who tagged us and, and was said, like, who, like who, who signs him? Yeah. Who was he playing seven minutes a game for? And I, 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 I don't really know the team. I think we went through everybody. We didn't talk about Noel. Noel came in and played. It's so funny. Noel was an even plus minus and he was arguably the least impressive player. He was not good. He had three personal. Yeah, nine I was not a fan of, no. of tonight's Nerlens Noel showing. Um, again, game one. I'm trying to be less of the like scream 280 characters worth of overreactions in one tweet that I was. Oh no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying it for that. I just I was just a pointing out it wasn't good and b. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like just the, think uh, different matchups, different different. Uh, you know, I just I want to see you know a couple couple more. There, there's a reason I, why he's a he's a career backup, and, there, and yeah. there's a reason why he's there's a reason why he's still in the league. So no, no, he's listen, he's gonna be yeah. the world's gonna be fine. I'm he'll not, be fine. I'm he'll not, be fine. I'm not saying Mitch, Mitch will start and he will be fine in the backup center role. Yes, and um, yeah, I, I I think that's I think that's that. Um, we're gonna give our final thoughts. Um, before um, but before that, just a, a quick okay. So Emmanuel, quickly, oh, hit pointer. Can I Google? Should I Google hit pointer? You can, you you may as well. I don't I don't know what I would assume. It's just like a, a bruise. Hit pointer recovery time. Oh no, oh no. This is this, this is the first thing that Google pulled up. A oh, hit pointer. Gonna... A hit pointer requires adequate recovery time. You don't, don't say do to allow the injured stru- structures multiple multiple structures to heal. If walking is difficult, crutches may be supplied to allow for mobilization. No! Return to play will be determined by pain levels, hip mobility, and based on your previous levels of function. I need a number, damn it. It may take one to three weeks to heal. Oh, God! Listen, this is what Google tells me. So, um... Why? But do you know what the good news is, Chris Perziainen? Do you know what the good news is? The good news is that the Knicks have the best doctors available and Emmanuel quickly um, structures aside will heal. However, when one of us gets injured because of someone else's negligence, it can be a life changing event. And when that happens, you want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure you receive full compensation for your injuries. Um, here's what you don't want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of others. You don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. And you do want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. The legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi gives us um, or gives their clients their personal cell phone numbers to call 24-7 and limits the number of clients they represent at one time. They also have a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court. And while prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome, you, yes, you, can learn more about Faruqi and Faruqi by going to nylegalteam.com. One more time, go ahead, visit Faruqi and Faruqi's website, nylegalteam.com. All right, um, final thoughts. Um, RJ Barrett plus 5,000 most improved is not looking like a bad. Oh, may I say that? Was that the actual, was that, is that a real line? 
and I took it. And I will hypothetically. I will <laughs> also say that I hypothetically <laughs> over one point five three pointers tonight, and four minutes into the game, he hit it. Um, that's good. But good job by you. Um, <laughs> good, good job by you. Um, Pot- potentially. Potentially. Um, here, here's what I'm gonna say. Um, we're 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 New Yorkers. We're Knicks fans. It's been a it's been a long and frustrating. I was about to say 20 years, but you have not been alive that long. It's been a long, long and frustrating um, period of time. Um, we we all we all like you like you wisely said from your your youthful seat, um, Chris. Um, we all tend to overreact to to things. Um, in the in the grand scheme, I, I think it, for the most part, again. You would have liked to see them fight a little bit more in the second half. You would have liked to see a little bit of more more defensive, like grit and grit and whatever, as they were not able to make shots in the in the third and fourth quarters. Um, right. But overall, I think you, you kind of have to be happy about tonight. Like, yeah, there's always going to be stuff to complain about because that's what happens with bad teams. They give you more to complain about than to be happy about. But um, there is a there are some things, some young players to be excited about. And there we saw the outline of this team tonight that is functional. And that's there's, all we want. We want there functional. There was a loss and there is not like a looming dark energy over yeah. my head and shoulders right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that, that something I think. Yeah, it is. And it's like you, you like the things you don't want to see game one of the season like this, you're like, you don't want to see effort problems. And like, are, are you going to say that their defensive performance in the second half was due to effort? I think it was personally more I just due Randall's, to like Randall's Y button broke. Yeah. I think it was more just like, look, the shots weren't falling and they kind of got like, not, not lazy, but like lackadaisical, maybe if anything, um, you know, you don't want to see really terrible decisions from the head coach. And like, I I'm personally not getting hung up on the fact that he, he started Peyton instead of quickly because of where it was going. No, I, quick I, injury. That's what I saw coming. Yeah. Uh, all, but, every, but anybody who was honest pleasantly was, was uh, well, not actually, I'm not going to say it was a, a huge surprise, but it was just nice to see Mitch get the nod. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said when it when that first report came out that it, we might see Noel start over Mitch. I was like, all right, everybody relax. Noel's not starting over Mitch, calm down. And then <laughs> we started over Mitch in the preseason. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go, eat my words. And then now Mitch is back in the, in the starting spot. So I can, I can pretend that the preseason never happened. And uh, <laughs> that was right. <laughs> and, and Mitch was fine. Um, yeah, no, he, he, he did good. I yeah, think overall. No, he, he was, he was good. Um, you saw some nice things from some other guys. Tibbs, Tibbs seems to have a, Tibbs seems to have a good handle on this team. So overall I'm, I'm leaving tonight more happy than, than not. Uh, it is 1028 as we we f- are finishing up this podcast. I am going to attempt to to write a, a newsletter about this game. Uh, what do you what do you think my last thing? What do you think my angle should should for the newsletter should be? Should be like Knicks fans rejoice. Baby Jesus is coming. I was gonna say a star is born. A star is born. Uh, That's actually hey. How about oh man? If I was good at Photoshop, I would I would Photoshop like RJ as like the the baby Jesus in the the manger right you want to give me 20 minutes <laughs> i'm afraid of what you would come up All, like i literally i literally don't even know how to put like 
just his face on the body of the baby Jesus. But if you want to do that, I'll, 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 I'll give it a spin. You really want to do it? I'm holding I'll, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll, if, I will go the second you, uh, finish recording this episode and, and okay. give it a spin. Listen, this is, um, your, this is featured art in the next film school newsletter. This is a big deal. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> gotta find it. Gotta find a photo with good lighting. Oh, let me, let me, let me, now, now that the, uh, the podcast has melted into a soup of sham at this point. I, I was about to say, uh, plug, promote anything you want. What do you, what do you want to say? I was going to, I was going to do some promoting for the both of us, uh, post game and halftime check-ins live with John and Chris respectively. Well, re- yeah. Re- I was about to say respectively, if you're, if you're a Knicks film school uh, newsletter subscriber, um, come, come hang out on, on the zoom that's in the linked in the newsletter. I'm doing that during halftime, but if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, um, go check out Chris on, on, uh, Twitter because he's doing half I'm, halftime periscopes. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start doing halftime periscopes. I I had the idea and floated the idea and then did one and it was fun and I did another tonight and it was fun and I, I'm going to keep doing them. So it's it's nice to check in at halftime, um, get a get a pulse on the the fan base and and see what's up because it's you know I I, I try to not be glued to Twitter during the game. I try to watch the game and and come up with some of my my own thoughts. And then at halftime, I'm just frantically reading all the, all the tweets. So it's cool to, to, to be in a live stream and, and get to just talk to people. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. You are, you're a connector, Chris, you connect with humanity and it's so inspiring it really is to see the young people of the world bringing things where we want them to be giving us all things to be hopeful for. <laughs> That's all I got. This is this is a this is a game one Knicks post game pod. That's this has been a game one Knicks post game pod. Uh, also check out uh, follow Chris on Twitter. What what do you at at Chris Percy K R I S? Let me see if I get this right. At K R I S P U R S I A I N E N. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's like a, a, like a game show. Yeah. Look, uh, what do <laughs> I win? I win another beer. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, also check out Chris's pod. Uh, the what's the actual name? Orange and blue podcast. Oh, I, I've got, I've got two. If, if we're doing, if we're doing all this, I've got, Listen, two man. I've got to a tolerable degree uh, with my co-hosts, Riley and Fritz. That is general sports. And then the bleed orange and blue pod is my next pod with Chris Cortez. That's our Nick specific uh, listen. Yes. Um, go check that. Thank you. He, he, Chris is a, his, his star is on the rise as it were. Um, and for everybody oh else, um, <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the Nick's film school. Where podcast. did I put the? <laughs> it's the RJ. I will show my, I bought, I got this. This is, I haven't gotten a new piece of Nick's clothing in a while. Um, <laughs> the city, the city collection. Yeah, I got it because I, I, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I do like the city collection. I like the color scheme. I like the, the fade. I like the whole thing. So I'm sporting that. Um, but yeah, uh, everybody um, who's listening to this. Uh, stay safe. Stay safe. And, and even more importantly, well, that's probably the most important thing. But 
have a Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays. Uh, you, you, all of you listening to this um, are, are part of the reason that I am going to have a Merry Christmas because um, it, I feel like I'm doing something worthwhile with my life, providing uh, Nick's content to Nick's fans. And uh, I'm really lucky to be able to do that. I know Chris feels the same way. And on behalf of Jeremy Indeed. Cohen and, and uh, Andrew Claudio and the whole Nick's film school family, Jeff, Jeffrey Ballone, always JB. JB um, we appreciate you for giving us a platform and a voice uh, to uh, talk about this team, which uh, hopefully the next time I am coming at you, it will be talking about a win. But until then, uh, enjoy your holidays and we will be back with you very soon. 